Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. All right, ready to go. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It's just past 10 a.m. Eastern time or 3 p.m. local time here in London as we broadcast on Saturday, April 13th, live from London, as I just said. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, this is the fastest two hours in travel. Well, it has certainly been a busy week of travel for Mary and me. It's actually been a busy day. Rudy, I'm going to just start off and say to you, I think I like the idea of us doing the show in the afternoon. I I think Mary has already walked me probably about 20,000 steps around London today. Uh, But uh, we've got a lot coming and uh, today we are at the Rubens at the Palace. It is an excellent red carnation property here in the heart of the Victoria section. So uh, we've changed things up a bit, Rudy. You usually yeah, here with your granddaughters. Rudy's in London. Yeah, so, yes, uh, and I do like the doing? afternoon thing because I can plan the radio show if I haven't written any of the news or some. You know, I can before. work in the morning, and it's no problem because you're yeah, still so sleeping. We may, we may just stay here yeah. for a bit. And, and I apologize to all of our affiliates around the country. I mean, if you're right now thinking, oh, my God, what are they doing? I promise you we're not going to change our live 10 a.m. to noon Eastern time. But uh, uh, it's nice. I will tell you, it's uh, <laughs> it's really a nice option. So, uh, so there we go. Uh, but you're. I, I also, Rudy. I heard uh, you had a little w- winter weather this week in in Minnesota. Yeah, it would be, be called a blizzard, uh, followed by an ice storm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the sun in I don't know months. I don't think. Well, I'm, I'm, all right, I'm sorry about that. I, I, I understand it's pretty and the flowers are out there for my daughter. Yeah. Uh, the sun is out. Yeah. We are right now looking out to uh, the, the Queen's Muse. Uh. And uh, if you hear any uh, noise going by, we've got the doors open here. Uh, we're in the Leopard Bar, and uh, we couldn't be having a better time. And, so. Rudy, if you're coming back, uh, you're going to be in London at all in May or really any time after May. I will it's, be. Uh, they're good. They're gearing up for the 200th anniversary of Queen Victoria's birth. And there will be all kinds of festivities and celebrations going on. All right. So there we go. And on that note, before the too much more time clicks off the clock, why don't there we do the goes. rundown? All right. Coming up in just a few minutes, Jonathan Raggett, the managing director of all the Red Carnation Hotels, will join us as we look into why their hotels are so popular with travelers. And Robert saw something this week on how the origin of the cockpit, the word cockpit on airlines, got its uh, name. Our producers arranged for Ben Zimmer from the Wall Street Journal to discuss it with Rudy in segment three. And there's a chocolate tour going on across the U.S. Oh. That sounds great. Oh, yes. And Dina White will provide details in segment four and Christine Elliott will pop in and we will discuss uh, the borough market and we look forward to talking to her in a little bit. Spent a lot of time there this morning already uh, and uh, also I'll just throw out Mary we we woke up to the news I mean I just kind of found this funny uh, what is today is like National Record Day. Actually, it's World Record Day. World Record Day. Day. Not, not record really as far as holding a record. Apparently, but it's We're going talking on about the vinyl, the vinyl yep. records. The vinyl, I mean, this was a big deal today in yeah. the UK. All over, we're going to the vinyl record People shops. People are lining or queuing up for. Uh, to get records. Uh, yeah, I think it's much. great. Yeah, I really was. So, I, I'm glad to know that people uh, Rudy, still Rudy, uh, are you going out at all records. to get uh, a vinyl record today in the States? <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I was just in a, 
used bookstore looking at vinyl records, and some of which I have, and they're being, they're priced like nineteen dollars. And I went, I've 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 got a treasure in a box somewhere. Well, <laughs> well I'm looking to sell some actually. Yeah. Well, all right. So there we go. That's a different show, but uh, that'll be uh, all right. So, listen, folks. Right now, I'm going to let you know. New travel polls up. They went up on our home uh, homepage of our website this week. Uh, there is a uh, link you can go there, but just right on the homepage and vote. Uh, also, when you do go there, we're going to ask you on a serious subject. Please do help us in sponsoring a child in need. We're trying to do that through Compassion International. Uh, right now, we are moving right along in accomplishing our goal, but we ask that you do that. So, the travel polls that we are asking. They are, they've got a little bit of a European feel to them this week. Which do you consider to be the best European city to visit? That's the first one, so you can go vote in that. And what do you consider to be the most must-see attraction in Europe? So go vote uh, when you get a chance, and we will talk about the results with you next week when Mary and I are in Paris, and Rudy joins us from Burgundy. And speaking of France... Uh, we, Mary, you know, we, we got to get the Jean-Jacques update. Okay. And, folks, if you're just tuning in or you're a new affiliate, well, we've been tracking Jean-Jacques since he left France on New Year's. He is crossing the Atlantic in a barrel trying to get to the Caribbean. And uh, Mary's got the update, so, Bobby, roll our theme song. Jean-Jacques update. Here we go. So where is he? For once, he's had a fairly smooth week. Not much to report. 108 days at sea as of today, Saturday. Quiet week. Um, went a tad bit north again, which slowed down his progress. So now the prediction is roughly first, possibly second week of May okay. before he hits okay. land in the Caribbean. So Still on track for Puerto Rico possibly Dominican Republic. So good news. Jean-Jacques had a good week. Uh, it's been an experience for him. He's had to have food brought into him. He was scheduled to arrive sometime in March. That clearly didn't happen. He, <laughs> he, got, he went to another uh, month with the letter M. He'll get there in May, yes. I guess, so we'll see. So uh, how about some travel news? Rudy, you want to start us off? Sure. JetBlue announced this week it's going to begin transatlantic service. Not till 2021. They're going to link New York and Boston to London. Uh, JetBlue hopes it'll be able to bring its popular first-class product here in the United States called Mint to the transatlantic market. That's a move that would, might likely cause competing airlines to sharply lower what it charges for business class seats. It happened here in the U.S. when they started transcontinental service with their mint thing. Everybody else had to drop prices to match. JetBlue does face a hurdle, though, finding landing rights. London airports, especially Heathrow, really have no slots available. JetBlue would have to buy them at a big price from other airlines mm -hmm. or choose a different London airport, maybe Gatwick, as its London home be interesting to see once they get in what this does with pricing. Yeah, we'll absolutely drive pricing down. Right. Uh, so Delta's doing something interesting. They're going to test seating with reduced recline on their A320 fleet, a move they say will benefit business travelers. A Delta spokesperson said that the reduced recline would make it easier for passengers in the next row back to work on their laptops and use uh, seatback screens, and they're going to begin rolling that out across 60 A320s over the next two months. All right, so well, less recline on the seats uh, for business purposes. Uh, all we'll good see. news there. I'm going to, I want to applaud Airbnb on something. You know, I said back in November, early December, that on this show, I really felt that we, uh, I could not encourage anybody to stay in an Airbnb because of the ban that they had. Uh, for folks trying to list Israeli uh, homes in, if they were in the West Bank settlement. Well, this week, they, uh, through all the various pressure that's been put onto them, they have gone ahead and uh, reversed that ban. Uh, so they are now once again allowing the listing of uh, properties in the West Bank. 
Uh, and my argument was, you know, they continue to do that in Tibet and Kashmir and other areas. Uh, so I found it rather hypocritical. And I applaud Airbnb for now. Um, I always like to see big themselves. companies Reversing. change their minds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, do, I, do. Yeah, I mean, that's really, you know, those are big deals. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure, Rudy, that it's hit him in their pocketbook, let's be honest. But, but, uh, Still. Uh, but it's a good thing. You know what? Anytime somebody yeah. does something, we want to applaud it. Well, it's nice to have you in the house with Mary, Robert, and me today when we, particularly Mary and Robert's house. <laughs> when we return, Jonathan Raggett's going to step up to the microphone. He's across the pond in London with the Carries. He's the managing director of the 17 Red Carnation luxury hotels that are spread across Europe, Africa, and South Florida. Don't go anywhere. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Robert here to share that Mary and I, as well as Rudy, are true believers in the importance of travel insurance. It's affordable and protects in so many ways. There are some things in life you just shouldn't do without, like visiting Paris and not experiencing the Eiffel Tower. And something else we encourage is Travel Guard travel insurance. Coverage includes many items such as trip cancellation or interruption, medical expenses and evacuation, and more. Wherever your next trip takes you, get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com or you'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We've expanded our MyPillow partnership to now include their outstanding Giza Dream Sheets. Mary and I are loving these sheets, folks, and you can now get them to go along with their great bed pillows and mattress topper. The Giza Dream Sheets are the most comfortable you've ever experienced and are available in a variety of colors. As with all MyPillow products, they include a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Right now, you can get these Giza Sheets with free shipping and 30% off. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code R. RM for our specials or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. If there's just one weak link, criminals could get in. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to detect identity threats like your personal info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft or cybercrime or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help. Go to lifelock.com and use promo code RM to get 10% off your first year or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Ama Waterways is taking river cruising to a whole new level with its new mega ship, the Ama Magna. Set to debut in 2019, this ship is 72 feet wide, double the size of existing river cruise ships. This means more personal space without sacrificing the intimate experiences we enjoy as it will carry less than 200 passengers. There will be multiple restaurants, alfresco dining, and wine bar to go along with a pool, health and wellness studio, complimentary bikes, and more. Be the first to cruise the Danube on the Ama Magna. Go to amawaterways.com for reservations or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we are back, coming to you live today on remote from the Rubens at the Palace in London. Thanks for being part of America's number one travel radio show. We certainly appreciate you joining us for the broadcast. In a moment, the managing director of Red Carnation's Hotel, Jonathan Raggett, 
Uh, he's going to be joining us here on property, sitting right in the front of Mary and me as we speak. Uh, but first, a quick word that this portion of the program is sponsored by a partner that we're certainly proud to have aligned with us, the world's leading cruise lines. Ocean Cruising can take you all over the globe and generally provides a hassle-free vacation for travelers of every age because everything is right there at your fingertips. You've got multiple dining options, world-class entertainment, engaging onboard activities, all kinds of unique offshore excursions, tons of kids' programs, and really a lot more. Yeah, absolutely do, folks. Listen, uh, if you're thinking of ocean cruising, we encourage you to consider the brands of the world's leading cruise lines. They include Seabourn, Princess, Cunard, Holland American, uh, Holland America, I should say, uh, Carnival, P&O, Aida, and Costa. They're going to connect you with people, places, and cultures, so learn more by contacting your travel professional. You can also visit worldsleadingcruiselines.com, or as always, there's a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. So, Jonathan, we had to do a little business there, so I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you very much for being here with us, and thank you for uh, giving up part of your Saturday to come join us in the afternoon. Delighted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, uh, on the radio. Thank you. Thank you for cycling to get here. <laughs> we appreciate that. Uh, so, Jonathan, we were interested to find out that you actually started your career with Red Carnation 21 years ago as the general manager of this property right here, the Rubens. And apparently you did such a great job that you're now the managing director of all 17 Red Carnation properties two years later. I'd like to know, what are some things that you enjoy about your job? Very different, I'm sure, overseeing 17 properties. Um, and I know it's like asking your favorite child. I don't want to know your favorite hotel property, but perhaps your favorite destination. Okay, fantastic. Well, as you say, I'm really very proud to be the managing director of Red Carnation Hotels. We have 17 around the world. Um, it is difficult to kind of answer which is my favorite of them. Um, I always uh, say when asked that question, it's about the people. It's about the people in the hotels. It's about the management. It's about their teams of people. Um, it's they that attract, keep the loyalty, get people coming back, talking about you. And uh, I'm very blessed that we have many, many managers and teams working with us that have worked with us for many, many years. And it's that that makes us special. The truth be known, if you stay in a five-star luxury hotel, there really isn't much difference in the quality. We've all got great beds. We've, we've all got the best uh, linens. We've all got the best toiletries. It actually comes down to real meaningful hospitality. But is there a place or lo of the locations, uh, you know, whether it's South Africa or whether we're headed to Guernsey this week? Uh, is there a Where do you like to go of the properties? Well, I'm a great, great lover of sunshine. And I guess whilst London does have sunshine from time to time, it wouldn't be a place you go just for the sunshine. <laughs> Although the sun is beautiful right now. Who knew? Thank you for arranging it. Blue sky today. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the southern hemisphere does appeal. And our three properties. Amazing, okay. and I wanted Florida too in Palm Beach. Okay. Um, my kids uh, have been lucky uh, to, to have visited some, uh, and the Oyster Box Hotel um, in Schlanger Durban would certainly be their favorite. All right, so uh, maybe we'll meet there again at some point. Listen, uh, you know, what we enjoy about the Red Carnation properties is the attention to detail and the level of service you provide. And I think we just were very articulate. Uh, you know, five-star hotels, there's a level that we expect. But, you know, at a time when Marriott has nearly 7,000 hotels globally, you know, via their 30 brands that are out there, uh, you've got Hilton that has 5,600 properties via their 17 brands or so. How challenging it is, is it for you as a boutique operator to compete with them and really win the loyalty of travelers. Sure. Well, I think um, we're very, very fortunate that we are a family-owned business. Mm -hmm. um, our founder and president is, is Mrs. Beatrice Tolman. And um, 
without being too cliched about it, she sees the hotels and the people working in the hotels as extended family. And she's always there to support, help, and make sure we have what we want. And I think small organizations, 17 against the bigger companies you named, can only really be successful if you act quickly, if decisions are made quickly, and if the guest is at the heart of everything you do. And it genuinely is with us. Um, you know, there probably could be a need for a, a, a smaller uh, profit short term if we wanted it. But we never go for that. We always go to ensure we get the loyalty and we get the long term buy in of each and every guest. Okay, I want to expand on that because Robert and I have uh, enjoyed Ashford Castle and uh, the Lodge. And Ashford Lodge, right? And Rudy's uh, enjoyed his visit the Summer Lodge Country House. And, and he likes the know, tea at the Milestone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, But regardless of what property you visit, going back to the Tolman family for a minute, what we've noticed is, so you just articulated that she's close to her staff. We see it as guests. We see her influences on menus we see them in other aspects. Can you talk about yeah. that a little bit? I can. I think it's very interesting because we always want our hotels to be very individual. And if you're in West Ireland or if you're in London or in South Africa, we want that experience. But I think we have a DNA that runs through the properties. And it has Mrs. Tolman's touch to everything. Mm -hmm. And you're right, she has her own cookbook and the recipes. And many of our signature dishes are hers that we run through all of our kitchens. Uh, from a design uh, point of view, again, she's part of the design in fact she is the design to what we do in those rooms so I think we have guests that stay in many of our properties and they say exactly the same thing they say we feel as though we're in a red carnation hotel well you know there's and a we absolutely feel uh, there's no question about that uh, uh, it, you, it, which goes to it credits which what in so uh, many of the done. details yeah, yeah. Uh, you know right now people they may not know where we are and we're at the rubens at the palace the property literally we are steps away from buckingham palace we're looking across the well right now we've got the the big uh big bus of london blocking our view of the of the queen's muse but this is actually two properties in one you have the rubens at the palace and then hotel 41 so you know i'm curious over the 21 years you've been with the company and 19 as the managing director as mary mentioned when she was talking to you you know how has the company evolved to meet the travelers needs and interests and obviously some of that's going to be the tolman family influence sure. i'm sure and i think that's very important that whilst our properties are very traditional and i feel talking about london they have very much an english feel to them which i think definitely attracts many people the u.s market which is our biggest and our most important market tell us they feel like they're staying in London, which we like, the way we, we, the decor and design. But what is really important is the relevance. So we need to have the best Wi-Fi in each and every room. We need to have um, the opportunity to be able to, um, you know, from the television screens to watch your movies through your own Chromecast. So, so we have all of those facilities. So the relevance to that is really important, as well as the service and the tradition. And I think, again, one can't just sit back and say we're a traditional hotel and not have things which guests Need today. You need the modern amenities exactly like the USB. I was very surprised and very pleased well, to see it that. on yes, both sides yeah. of the bed. Yes. Yeah. All right. So we've been asked this a few times over the years, and I think our listeners, we've had Brett Tolman on before. We have you joining us today. Let's talk about the origin of the name Red Carnation. From what we understand, it has to do with Stanley Tolman. Yeah, we know the, the founder. Other, but we, we know want to hear from you, Jonathan. Story, but why don't you tell educate us? right now yeah, the million plus people listening out there. Where did that come from? Good. Well, here we are. There's the secrets to be broken, perhaps. <laughs> um, so, so Stanley. Tolman, who's the uh, husband of our founder and president, uh, Beatrice Tolman, um, has from, from a very young uh, age, young man, always worn a red, and still does today, a red carnation in his suit lapel. And uh, 
wherever he goes and whenever I see him, he always wears and everyone that here at the property does a, too. And that's right. A real red carnation. Yes, absolutely. Not a silk flower. No, this no, is the uh, real deal. A, so a it's a new one, one every day. Each, each and every day. Yeah. And uh, I see that even uh, Harrods here, the London shop, they copy us now. They, they have carnations there in, the, in their house. <laughs> really true. Wow. <laughs> but, but, but that underscores again that family touch. And it's just, you know, again, in, in the world where. And traditions. Uh, We've homogenized so much of the, of the hotel world. Uh, it's just nice to have that, and you've been able to do it, at least duplicate that in 17, and, you know, God willing, you'll have many more coming in the future. Uh, I, real quick, I'm just going to ask you, I need maybe about 30 seconds on this. Uh, greatest demand right now. You know, what, it may not be in your particular markets, okay, uh, but is there a great, what are you seeing right now is the greatest demand in hospitality? Um, I think... <laughs> Modern hospitality people have such great choice today. There are more hotel rooms, there are more restaurants, more bars. And in hospitality today, you have no second chance. We live in a world now where people want things immediately, they should be right, they pay a lot of money for it, everyone's time short. So I think the message is get it right. Um, if, you, uh, if you make mistakes, that's fine, but correct them. Be on the side of the guest. I think I say to my team here, everybody is coming for an experience, they're coming for a great time, and let's just make sure we do that. Let's exceed expectations. So being on the side, yeah, break rules if you need to, make sure that Get it right the first a time. fantastic well, time. Jonathan, listen, thank you very much for giving up part of your Saturday afternoon. Really appreciate that. Very nice to meet you face-to-face -face finally, okay? Thank you. Thank Likewise. You. Your thank bike you. is right there. So. <laughs> That's right. He's going to be biking <laughs> off in a second, folks. Thank uh, you. And, and again, uh, Red Carnation uh, Hotels, you can actually check them out, redcarnation.com. Uh, right now, uh, you know, I know, Mary, I'm looking out. The sun is, is again shining. It is beautiful here today we're, in we're, London. We're at the Rubens at the Palace. Uh, it's in the Victoria section right near Buckingham Palace. So if you are in London, I certainly would encourage you to come check it out or any of the properties. Come right by now, for some tea. Yeah, go, go, okay. <laughs> right now, we're going to pause for a quick sponsor's break. A reminder, we archive every hour of our national broadcast that now airs on more than 410 radio stations around the U.S. on rmworldtravel.com. Right now, we're going to toss things back to our engineer, Bobby. He's going to reconnect uh, with Rudy. There's a lot more to come from London, so stay right where you are and don't touch that channel. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Whether you're looking to buy new luggage, give it as a gift, or replace what you're using because you know it's not the best, get Travel Pro luggage, as it's the luggage that we use when we all travel. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. They've transformed travel since creating the original rollerboard wheeled luggage, and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. You'll find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags, and top luggage specialty retailers, or check out TravelPro.com for specials at their online store. And there's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All of us in America have so much to be thankful for, but sadly, there are many kids around the globe who need our help. We want to make a difference and are asking you to help us by going to Compassion.com RM and sponsoring a child or multiple children. Around one-third of the world's children live in extreme poverty. Many are hungry, cannot attend school, they're in poor health and neglected. Over 60,000 kids are on the waiting list, but for a little more than a dollar a day, we can give back and reduce this total in a major way. Go to Compassion.com RM to select your child now or RMWorldTravel.com. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com.
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is made possible by another new show sponsor, GetSunday.com. Now, for everyone in our audience who wants to have the best lawn possible, listen up. We're going to help ensure great lawns again wherever this show is heard across the country. You know the saying, grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. Well, thanks to a new startup called Sunday, your grass will be greener as they're reinventing lawn care using cutting-edge technology and non-toxic ingredients. They'll instantly create a custom plan for your lawn based on a free soil, climate, and lawn analysis, all on their website. Then once they determine what your lawn needs, they'll quickly send you a box with everything that's needed for a healthier, greener lawn that's kid and pet friendly. After the first box, two more shipments will follow, timed to your climate, so your lawn gets what it needs when it needs it for a fraction of the cost of lawn care items at your local hardware store or big box center. It's easy to apply. Just attach the nutrient pouches they send to a hose and spray. What we like is it's made with food waste, seaweed, molasses, iron, and other ingredients. So no chemicals found in most lawn fertilizers. Unbox a better lawn today at GetSunday.com and use our promo code RM and you'll save $20 with free shipping. And if you're not satisfied, cancel anytime and get your money back. There's also a link uh, to GetSunday.com at the radio show website, rmtravel.com, by looking under sponsors. Every weekend in the Wall Street Journal, I look forward to Ben Zimmer's column. Ben Zimmer takes a look at a word often in common usage and then explains where it comes from in his uh, column titled Word on the Street. And one word we hear all the time, and especially in light of the two recent crashes of Boeing's MAX 737, is the word cockpit. Its origins stretch back centuries, Mr. Zimmer found. Ben, welcome to the show. How many centuries ago and what did cockpit refer to or to what did cockpit refer well, it goes all the way back to the middle of the 16th century in England. And as you might guess from the name, it, it literally referred to a pit, an arena, where cockfighting took place. And so gamecocks would be uh, set against each other uh, for the enjoyment of the crowd. And obviously there would be gambling going on. And it was a, a, a noisy and often bloody um, place to uh, place to be, but um, generally it was a, a, it was a circular pit, and then there would be a barrier around that pit, and then the spectators would have uh, seats beyond that. Um, and so that was the original usage, um, and it started getting applied to other things that kind of looked like that arena, um, and was also used sort of more metaphorically just to refer to a place where a contest might happen. That, that was so startling to me to read that because I certainly don't board a plane, look into the cockpit, and think anything about cockfighting. But uh, you, you said that, as you, you said, the, the words morph over time. And uh, Shakespeare re, uh, apparently worked cockpit into, a, into one of his uh, plays, and that referred to what? Um, that referred to the theater uh, because that uh, circular shape of the cockpit where cockfighting happened and also the boisterous nature of the crowd made it possible to use that term to, you know, in a, a kind of a metaphorical way to refer to the theater. And so in Henry V, the chorus says at the beginning, can this cockpit hold the vasty fields of France? Basically saying, can we really capture these historical events um, in the theater? And there was actually a, um, a major theater in London in the 17th century that was known as the cockpit. And apparently that was built on the site of an actual cockpit. Uh, but um, th that just shows the ways that it was getting extended to other things that were similar in various ways. But for our story, the important um, application of it was when it started getting used on warships. 
And then um, on British warships, the cockpit would refer to the rear part of the lowest deck, um, and that was uh, uh, an enclosed space. And during battle, if there was a warship and people were getting wounded, those wounded would be brought down uh, to be treated by the ship's surgeon down to the lowest deck. And so it was a confined space. It was noisy. It was bloody. It probably stunk. Uh, and so um, it probably reminded people of a cockpit where cockfighting would happen. And so that name got applied to that space on board a warship. And it apparently has, uh, again, morphed into uh, a part of uh, just an everyday, well, not everyday, but uh, modern-day yachts, right? Yeah, so what happens then is that it, it it's, uh, d- describes this, this place on a warship, but then a smaller vessel like a yacht, um, there is a small sunken area that would be on board uh, where the boat would be steered by a coxswain. Um, and so no longer is it this uh, noisy, bloody place like on a warship. It's just a place where the craft is navigated. Um, and so that's the that's the, how we get cockpit transferring over to various types of vessels, including airplanes, um, as the place where uh, a vessel is navigated. Well, I just find this fascinating. Do you start with the Oxford English Dictionary when you're looking up derivations of words? I know we just have about 30 seconds left, but I'm always curious about your methodology. Uh, yes, the uh, Oxford English Dictionary is always an important starting place, but I like to do my own research. Um, so I was actually, for this column, able to look at some early newspaper articles going back to uh, 1909, 1910, which described those early aircrafts and how they were using this, this kind of nautical terminology like cockpit and applying it to this new technology of the airplane. Um, and so it's fun to actually go and trace the historical record, which you can do now with newspaper databases being online, and you can really see how these words come to life. Fascinating. Ben Zimmer writes the word on the street column. Look at, if, look at it in the weekend edition of the Wall Street Journal. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be right back after this break. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they keep you fully stocked on the products you use, so don't run out. Determine what you want and when you want it, from once a month to every six months, and it shows up right at your door. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Give one of their starter sets a try for just $5. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a direct link. When it's time to make a hire for your small business, you want to find the best person for the job. Odds are that person is on LinkedIn. People come to linkedin.com slash rm every day to learn and advance their careers, so they understand what they're interested in and looking for. When you use linkedin.com slash rm to hire someone, your matches are based on so much more than a resume. Post a job today at linkedin.com slash rm and get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash rm. Terms and conditions apply. Visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors for more info. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. 
versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6000 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. If you haven't tried the high-quality meats from ButcherBox.com RM, you're missing out. From their convenience and variety, it's all really good. So order yours today. With over 20 different delicious cuts of meat to choose from and many delivery options, there's no added hormones or antibiotics ever. And it's affordable at less than $6 a meal, plus shipping is free. Right now, get the ultimate breakfast bundle, two packs of the best-tasting bacon, and two pounds of custom breakfast sausage, plus $20 off at ButcherBox.com RM or RMWorldTravel.com. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back. This segment of the program is made possible by linkedin.com slash rm. You know, when it's time to make a hire for your small business, clearly you want to find the best person for the job. Odds are that person is on linkedin.com slash rm. This site makes it easy to make your match with quality candidates who make the most sense for your company's specific needs. People come to the site every day to learn and advance their careers because they understand what they're interested in and looking for. And this all means that when you use LinkedIn.com slash RM to hire someone, your matches are based on so much more than a resume. Specifically, they're based on skills and background, interests, activities, and passions. So you get a group of the most relevant, qualified candidates for your role. That way you can focus on the candidates you want to spend time talking to and make a quality hire you're excited about. And if you didn't know, customers rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires. Robert, Mary, and I want to help you find the right people for your business. So go to linkedin.com slash rm and you'll get $50 off your first job post. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Dina White is the U.S. marketing manager for a company called Tony's Choco Lonely. And yes, it has to do with chocolate. But before we get into that, Dina, what does Choco Lonely mean? Choco Lonely. Choco Lonely is our lonely quest to end slavery in the chocolate industry, but we don't want to be alone. We want other brands to help us. Oh, okay. And I, I will tell our listeners that if you're near UC Davis today, as we broadcast live on Saturday, Davis is a town just west of Sacramento, by the way, or if you're near Berkeley this coming Wednesday, keep an eye peeled for a truck dedicated to chocolate. It's touring on behalf of chocolate. Yes, but there, as Dina has just suggested, a message to all that sweetness. It's the vanguard of Talk Tony's Choco Lonely, a crusade to wipe out child slavery in the cocoa fields of West Africa. And it all started more than a decade ago when a Dutch journalist hosted a TV segment that shed light on the use of child labor to harvest cocoa beans. Now, Dina, you, your Choco Lonely has sold 28 million chocolate bars, many out of that Choco truck. 
and less than uh, almost 10 percent of the purchase price goes to some of the 5,400 farmers to help them improve their agricultural techniques. But how does this get kids back in schools and out of cocoa fields where they're and warehouses where they are working as virtual slaves? Sure. So part of the issue, right, that we're facing is that there is systemic poverty in West Africa. And these cocoa farms are family run mostly. There's two and a half million cocoa farms there. And if the farmer isn't getting paid enough for the product, cocoa, he can't afford to send his kids to school. So by paying an extra premium, which we do, we pay the fair trade premium and the Tony's premium, Farmers are then able to make an actual living income and send their kids to school. I see. And do you sell any product other than chocolate bars? No. Okay. And But but obviously you raise money through other ways in selling chocolate bars. Well, we have the Tony's Chocolate Only Foundation, and 1% of our net revenue uh, goes to that foundation. Uh, not net profit, but net revenue. And where does most of your revenue come from? I know that you, you told me before we began talking that your U.S. headquarters are talking on the air, that your U.S. headquarters is in Portland, Oregon, and, and, the, and, and, and the company's headquarters is in Amsterdam, uh, in, in, in the mm-hmm. Netherlands, where Tony started it. Um, but where does the other money come from besides the sale of chocolate bars? We're actually the number one chocolate brand in the Netherlands. That's, that's where our profits come from. Ah, so, most of, so how does the U.S. fit into the profit picture for chocolate bars? It's a, it's a sm- much smaller percentage, but we're growing, and that's part of the reason we're on tour. How, a, we have about a minute left. How can someone get involved in this with you all? The first thing that we want to do is create issue awareness that right now there is slavery happening on cocoa farms in North Africa, and that we as consumers and shoppers can change that by spending our dollars wisely and voting for the world that we want to live in. So by purchasing fair trade and ethically traded uh, products, you are supporting uh, economic growth. When I walk in a supermarket and look at the chocolates on the stand uh, on, on the shelves, can you even guess what percentage are involved in uh, that fair trade situation, and what percentage might actually be have its roots in slavery? Well, the problem is that cocoa is a mass balanced product, so that when you when a company purchases cocoa, all the beans are kind of lumped in one pile, and fair trade does a pretty good job separating that out. Um, but the majority of chocolate, fair trade or not, is uh, it's, it's hard to trace where it comes from. So I see. You can't mark it like you can a diamond, right? Yeah. Correct. Correct. It's very hard to trace where your beans come from. So that's why our chocolate truck right now is, is touring the country because we're also on this bean-to-bar journey to show um, folks and educate people that it is, in fact, possible to trace where your beans come from. So that way, you can pay farmers a higher premium so that they bridge that living income gap. If you'd like more information on this, the website is Tony'sChocoLonely.com. All one word, Tony'sChocoLonely.com. Dina White's U.S. Marketing Manager. Dina, thank you for stopping by today, and uh, I appreciate your filling us in on this. Thank you so much for having me. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. 
Thanks for staying with us, folks. Listen, Robert Mary back with you now for the final segment of Hour 1, which means Hour 2 is coming right up in just a few minutes. And the background noise you may hear uh, throughout this interview, uh, you may notice that, it's because we're coming to you live today from London, and we're at the Rubens at the Palace. Before we get to our guest, a quick word that we continue to ask you to help us we're getting closer and closer. We're trying to help 100 children around the world be sponsored through Compassion International. So, Mary, let's talk a little bit about that. We are getting closer. We're about a third of the way to our goal, and we're asking you to consider sponsoring a child in need. It's only about a dollar a day to do it, so it's about a price of a cup of coffee. More than 60,000 kids are on the Compassion waiting list. Many are hungry, cannot attend school. They're in poor health and certainly neglected. That's why, with your help, Robert and I and Rudy are committed to making a real difference. We really are. So, folks, listen, here's what we want you to do. Please go to Compassion.com com slash rm you can select your child today you can also find a phone number and more information on the home page of our website and that's just rmworldtravel.com and now we've been waiting for this all day we want to welcome christine we elliott we did we want to welcome christine elliott to the show she's the chair of, of the board of trustees for the historic borough market where we spent just a few hours today so christine listen welcome time. to rm world travel nice to have you here t- with us now at the rubens we should have done this earlier when we were over at the borough market absolutely should have well you know you can always come back again you'd be most welcome best to base yourself in borough market and thanks so much for having me well well we thank you very much for being here so listen if folks listening right now back in America, and we reach over a million people listening, we've got a lot of stations out there. If they're not familiar with the borough market, it's the oldest and largest food market in London. It dates back, I believe, to the 12th century. Uh, so, you know, tell, right now, do you find it more of a tourist destination or is it more a favorite amongst the locals? You know, it's a mix. About, uh, I think about one and a half million tourists come to borough market each year, but overall it gets 15 and a half million visitors. I'm talking about overseas tourists, mm. and actually a large proportion of them are from America. So it's like having friends back on the market. Once they've been, they tend to come back again and again, as you've done yourself. Well, we certainly uh, yeah. do, and Broody certainly goes. So I, when I go to the market, I just go for the cheese and the cakes. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> Literally, that's it. But, you know, we went today, and I was looking at it, I guess, with new eyes once again. And you always, I always find something new when I go. Olives, mushrooms, and people are yelling, and it's, it's just loud. It's so much fun. Uh, it's like asking you to pick your favorite child if you have kids, but I would love to know what you love about that market. Uh, well, you know, that's a really, really difficult question because uh, I love so many things. I mean, I love food. Uh, I think food's a great thing just for bringing people together. It's yeah. a connector, uh, right? Yeah. And that's, you know, really important, particularly the, these days. So I enjoy that. But you, you come to Borough Market, you're not just seeing a market, you're seeing a thousand years of London history. So I enjoy that. It's got a great atmosphere. There's a great connection with the traders because people will talk to you. You're not just going to do a transaction. You're going to build relationships with people. And those are some of the things that you remember, plus the amazing food, because it's uh, fresh produce is what we concentrate on. Well, let's talk a little bit about because, you know, the current borough market buildings, they were built in the 1850s, I guess, or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd love to know what, what really has changed. What changes have you seen since you've been a part of this? And what do you think future visitors right now that are listening to this, they're going to be able to expect in the future? I mean, there have been really dramatic changes on the on the market over time, and uh, it went into the doldrums, you know, before the the 1990s, till it was reactivated by an amazing food writer called Henrietta Green and a group of traders, and they brought it back to life. And it wasn't open that often. And of course, one of the big differences that I've noticed, because I live in I've lived in London for 
not a long time now, is that the market is pretty much open most days. But we're looking to extend that, so there have been changes to that. We're moving into the digital age, so we're looking at better ways of connecting with people and being more convenient so we can actually reach out. You know, Borough Market goes to you, you don't just come to Borough Market. But to experience the excitement of being there, the buzz. I think changes that I've noticed is, as you said, Mary, there's something different, not quite every week, but almost just recently a new cookery school called Mimo opened mm -hmm. and they do back, uh, Basque tradition, sort of pinch uh, dishes, so small plate stuff. Right. That's very recent. Um, we're coming up to St. George's Day when there will be a British charcuterie, you know, a real new experience um, back on the market. And of course, around that time, there are St. George's Day's mushrooms. On that note, so actually both of those folks were probably preparing for this because the British charcuterie guy was yelling out today across from the French guy, get your British cheese. Yeah, we, we had our own little And then the mushroom guy was yelling something out to everyone as well. But um, so we only have about a minute left. Uh, real, Christine, we're out. I'm right? we, yeah. Mary, I'm sorry. We're we're gonna, you know, we, we could go on and on and yeah. on. But here's the what we want to really impart to the listeners right now. Borough Market is something you absolutely want to be able to go experience if you come to London. It's a different take on London you know you're gonna get all the fanfare and tradition that's here but Borough Market really is very authentic and a unique place so thank you very much Christine that's for joining us appreciate it and we wish you a pleasant uh, weekend okay? I'm gonna go back and shop at Borough Market yeah, <laughs> you should exactly do that uh, you know and thank you for the recipe book she brought us a recipe book oh, I haven't from seen that. Borough it's Market our, it's recipes the new yeah we appreciate that fantastic well, when we go through customs uh, with all the stuff that we bought uh, I'm not sure we're gonna get back we're, in the country. we're gonna eat it before we folks go through you customs. hear the music that's going to do it for hour one of the program this week. Mary, Rudy, and I, we've got a full hour coming up again. Hour two will be coming up in about six minutes or so. Uh, so that means we want you to stick right around. Uh, RM World Travel is back in a flash. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.